Good evening, Patriots, and welcome to Fishers of Men. This is Wednesday, February 23rd in the year 2022, and it looks like we've got a little bit of action going on in Ukraine tonight. We have, it appears to be the beginning of a little bit of a conflict, and if we are to believe Dan Rather, (laughs) take the side of Putin in any way, is to take the side of an enemy of peace, which should tell you everything. It means whatever Putin is doing, it's the right thing. Before we begin tonight, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. MyPillow has turned out to be the most unexpected system of warfare against the domestic cabal, led by Mike Lindell, a mere pillow salesman that has become one of the most ferocious warriors of our time. Mike has Christ in his heart, leads a company with Christ, and follows the direction of God. And whether you realize it or not, Mike prays on everything and every decision he makes. So it is always an honor to support MyPillow, and it's equally an honor to have the MyPillow landing page for Bards Nation, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, and your promo code is Bards. And that's a great way to support a company, make great savings, and get some things that are just really good for our lives to help us sleep and make our lives more comfortable. Listen to this message from Mike. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. And Patriots, that's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. You can use the promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, Frank's Speech site, and the MyStore site. Also, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D. Expedition Coffee is the coffee for our time. And that is a coffee designed for your health and mental focus to give you that energy and sustained energy across the entire day. Very proud to have our brand on Expedition Coffee, a coffee developed in part by Dr. Eric Naputi. It also includes on the expeditioncoffee.com site uh, a whole series of health products to help boost your health ecosystem, your health uh, immune system, and it's a whole integrated system to help reclaim our health sovereignty. Those include the Gut Health Triad, which help heal and seal your gut Leaky gut is one of the number one problems of health. We also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract high in vitamin C. We also have Earth, a whole body nutrient powder. Drink it like a shake. Mix it with mix the powder with water. Drink it like a shake once a day. And we have Pure 47, one of the most important products to have in your cabinet, which truly helps isolate pathogens to come into your body. All of these products work together in this current environment which is high stress and literally a bioweapon environment to help keep your immune system strong and keep you healthy and reclaim 
your health sovereignty. Again, Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. Finally, the Founder's Bible, the Founder's Bible, which is literally the Bible for our time. Your promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that to save 20% off on these Bibles that are printed in the United States in a true heirloom quality Bible. It is a Bible that has a, an amazing lesson in God's Word, plus a lesson in how our founding fathers used Scripture as a living language. Again, ex, uh, thefoundersbible.com, and your discount or promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. So, Patriots, some things have happened suddenly uh, that we're actually moving along that direction. And I think we need to look at a little history here. So what has happened in the since the last show is that Putin has um, authorized Russian special operations to go into Kiev and apparently Ukraine and conduct precision military operations. President Trump has come out and made a statement already on Fox News tonight stating that uh, it's not something we should have expected and also squeezing the uh, hand puppet Joe Biden for being an inept fool, and which he is, and nothing more than a hand puppet of the banksters. And it's interesting this comes on the heels of what has just happened in Canada, where Canada now has revealed its full hand and the full plan of the cabal to use totalitarian methods against the people, to use the banking system as a weapon against the people, to force people to comply through blackmail and extortion of taking charge of your money and then using its shock troops to abuse people on the streets. I'm going to be very frank. Dan Rather is not going to be very happy with me because I'm 100% with Putin. Putin is a, is a leader that has built more churches than any other leader in the world, Christian churches. He is a man that I know firsthand has sees his mission in his country as led by God. I know this firsthand. I just got off the phone with somebody that is close with Putin. And, and I, I'm just going to ask you all to pray tonight on this one thing as you choose and as you're called. But I literally had this put on my heart tonight, and I'm going to ask for prayers because I I had God put on my heart that I need to get Putin on the show, and I'm already making attempts to do that. I want to get Vlad here on the show, President Putin, and I want him to come on the show, and I want to talk to him about Russia, and I want to talk to him about what it is, and and I think we can do it. So we're going to do it, and um, I, I think we're going to make it happen. I, I hope so, because here's the thing. I know this. I know that Russians and Americans are not that far apart. I know that the media wants us to be that far apart. I know that the cabal wants us to be that far apart because they fear what a unified Russia and American alliance would be because we would find out that we're all pretty cool together. Matter of fact, we're more than pretty cool. We'd probably kick the holy snot out of the rest of the evil in the world. So this is where we're going. We're going to try to get, I'm going to, I'm going to try. I want to, I want to start to building a dialogue with Russia. I decided this, I was praying this morning and God's like, you need to start talking to, you need to get President Putin on your show and you need to start talking to Russia. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Because this whole Ukraine thing, I want to give you a little history because I don't know how many people really know much history about Ukraine. 
the in Ukraine in Kiev is where slavery started. No kidding. This is literally where it came. The idea of Caucasian, that word, Caucasian, was when the Caucasus Mountains, that's where people were. And the women were said to be so beautiful at the time that that's one of the reasons the slavery started. Now, here's the thing. It's also the Kievan state. And in, that was in the city-state era. And that Kievan state is the origins of what we call modern-day Russia. Now, they don't want you to know any of this. They, they don't teach these histories because if you taught these histories, you might realize that Russia, first of all, has a right to protect and defend its people there, even though they're a different country. And they also have a right to have it part of their country because it's the origin of their country. But here's some other things for you. It's kind of interesting. If we've been following what's been going on over the last four years, especially since 2020, the hub of the hijacking of all global elections has been being run out of Kiev. Isn't that interesting? I don't know if you also knew this, that of all the countries in the world, Kiev is one of the, is Ukraine, I'm sorry, Ukraine is one of the places, interestingly, where the they have a high amount of orphans in their orphanages, and it's one of the few countries that allows foreign interest to adopt their native children of Ukraine by anybody that can afford it and get a right lawyer. Does that start to track something for you? Ukraine is a hub for child sex trafficking. It's the connection for Burisma, and it's also the home of the Kazarian Mafia, which are known as the Red Jews, and which were also, which have been running most of the banks around the world. So, the call I just had with somebody just a bit ago, right before this, and I'm, I'm through them. I'm working to get somebody who's very close to President Putin on the show very soon. We'll see if that happens, but keep your fingers crossed. And the theory right now that's being floated around by these people is that what President Putin has done is that he has launched an attack with his special operations to secure the proof that the Kazarian Mafia has been rigging elections all over the globe. I don't have proof of this, but this would fit because if you really go back into what's been what President Putin has done, he's gone after and eliminated the pedophiles. He's kicked out the foreign banks. And every time he does that, people like little Adam Schmidt, Shift, Shift, whatever his name is, always speaks up and says, we're going to put sanctions on you. Well, of course they're going to put sanctions on him because he's not playing the game of the West. President Putin is what I call a gray player. He's not friendly or evil to the West, but he has put out some very significant questions and asking why it is that we should not be friends. I take it another level. Russians and Americans should have the strongest alliance in the world. We have been Given this fakeness, if you go back, let's roll back a little bit in some more history. Peter the Great, which was one of the great leaders in Russian history, expelled the, the industrialists of Europe out of his country. And they tried to crush him for it, but he won. But the way they got back at him was this. They took this, if you were listening in the last hour, you know that I read from Karl Marx. So they took this dude by the name of Karl Marx, 
who managed is he was a, an investigative reporter for one of the newspapers in, it was Washington Post or it was New York Times, I can't remember. And he became a deep investigative reporter. He was a philosophical thinker as well. And what Marx managed to do is that Marx managed to dissect the way the industrialists were making profit. And he revealed it to the world which now exposed their game of how they were dividing labor, how they were breaking the, the guild system, how they were exploiting people with, with narrow jobs, how they were creating the foundations for the globalists that we were dealing with today. That's Marx, that's Marx Das Capital, Volume 1, or also known as Capital, Volume 1, which is available at any bookstore. It's heavy reading. If you want to put yourself through a real lesson, take time and read it. It'll take you a while. Okay. And yes, I've read it, that volume one, volume two, and volume three. And it is heavy reading. Okay. They took Marx, the German intelligence, working with a guy by the name of Engels. And Engels was a rich son of a wealthy industrialist, very much kind of like Biden and Hunter. And Engels helped fund Marx and then got Marx a stipend to write a, a manual for the Communist International. And Marx wasn't able to write what he wanted. He was dictated what he was supposed to write. So for the most part, Marx took his philosophies and worked it into the principles of the Communist Manifesto, which was geared towards workers rising up to defeat the industrialists. And that was the cover story. And under the idea of a communist revolution, German intelligence trained Lenin, Vladimir Lenin, and sent him in in the darkness in a train into Russia to link up with other operatives that were on the ground in Russia to now lead a group which became known as the Bolsheviks against the Mensheviks. The Mensheviks were the People's Party. The Bolsheviks were what they call a vanguard, which basically were disruptive fascists, very much like Antifa. And they used the mechanisms of film with one guy by the name of Eisenstein, to portray these in fictional films, sound familiar, that were portraying what the revolution was like. At this time, Russia has had a lot of problems. The czarist era had created a peasant class and an elite class. It was a two-party system in Russia. The peasant class was constituted about 97% of the population, and there was about a 3% elite. So the country was ripe to be destabilized. That's easy. Because that many illiterate people, it's easy. And so that's what the Bolsheviks did is they went to the people and they became the educators. Sound familiar? Same playbook as we're getting today. And they used film, same playbook as they did today. And they rose, they created what they called a communist revolution. But it wasn't a communist revolution. It was a revolution that was driven by banksters and the Illuminati. Yeah, that same group. And so what they ended up doing is once Vladimir Putin, or not Vladimir Putin, Lenin, Lenin got, saw through the 1917 election. Around Lenin was a guy by the name of Trotsky and another one by the name of Stalin. Trotsky was a radical that believed in radically exporting in violence the, the revolution across the globe. He was nothing more than another hand puppet of, of, the, of these secret societies. 
and there was Stalin. He was another hand puppet of the secret societies. In fact, there's a great picture of him doing one of those hand signals as he's, as that we never realized until modern day. And they were all psychopaths. So Lenin was, a, was the agent, probably an ideologue in a certain sense, but what we can tell. When I say that, somebody who's obsessed with this idea of, I've got a good idea, but he was backed and, and, and handled by German intelligence. Which previously was Prussia, because Prussia did an amazing job of making itself look invisible. It's the same people. It's all these same people that come that circulate out around that area. And it's all tied to the Khazarian Mafia. And so in punishment for defiling them or defying them under Peter the Great, they took Russia back in the revolution of 1917. And then over the next 50 years or so, more than that, over the next 70 years, they executed a level of violence that has been unheard of. Stalin was responsible for the murder of over 30 million people. And they eradicated an entire generation of resistors between gulags and tortures and everything else. And at the same time, they industrialized the base of Russia so that they could use Russia for their own mechanisms and means. They transformed a society and they became a society that was very, that was mandated, it was a test run to see if they could do it on a global level. To a certain degree, they succeeded. And then you entered into the era of Glasnost, which the war again was waged on Russia because they started to resist again. Russians are defiant. And Russians stopped playing the game of the cabal and started to be stronger. So that's when the U.S. military economic wing of the Vatican waged war against Russia to create a bipolar world, two nuclear powers, putting people in the world in constant fear and making and trying to ensure that there would be a permanent rift between Russia and the United States so we would never get along because here's this dark little secret. Russians are as patriotic and as defiant as Americans. And the thing is that when you put Russians and Americans together and we get past our ideological nonsense, we find a really interesting base. Russians are very dedicated to God and not the communist thing. Forget that. Get that out of your head. And they, they fall under the Russian Orthodox Church, and they, are, they fight vigorously for their sovereignty. They are a Christian nation. So you're starting to see the bigger picture now. This, these geopolitical nonsense that we've faced has been the biggest lie going. And at the center of all of this is this little country called Ukraine that no one paid much attention to until the skin was pulled off of the onion that was Hunter Biden that then became Joe Biden that was Hillary Clinton that was all this money flowing through there. And what in the heck was that about? And that's the Kazarian Mafia. So the whole point here is that we, as people, need to work hard as Americans, because this is where we lead. We do a wonderful job at this, by the way. You're going to hear, we need to lead in building bridges. 
I swear someone's going to call me a Russian agent here soon. And that's okay. Bring it. I'll take it anytime, especially since I've served my nation and I've carried a top secret clearance. I'm happy to say I've served my nation. And I also can say that we can be good friends with Russians. So that's where we go. And, and I am, we need to start building these bridges because the world will transform. We have a great neighbor up north, the Canadians. They're our best brethren. And we have an opportunity to build one of the greatest alliances of our time, which is Russia. And what's in between Russia and us? It's called NATO. It's called the Swiss banks. It's called the Kazarian mafia. It's called the Ukraine. It's called the German leadership fascism. It's called the Vatican. You see what's happening here? They put themselves in the middle. We've got to, we've got to shake all of this. And we have to start working to build bridges. And that is what I'm going to do. It's going to take some time, but I'm going to do it. Because I'm really, I, I personally, and, I, and I, I, this was my conversation I had with God this morning in prayers. I said, God, I'm really fed up. I am completely fed up with the posers. I'm completely fed up with the retards that keep saying that they're doing something for Christ and pursuing money. I'm fed up with the fake churches, the 501c3 front that says they're doing it for God, but relying on the government to give a kickback on the tithe. I'm, I'm just about had it. And this is where we come in as a people that walk with Christ and we say, okay, let's extend a hand. Let's walk the talk. Let's build bridges. Let's sit down and break bread. Because I've told you this, and I'm dead serious. If I can sit down and I can break bread with Taliban, and I can have an amazing conversation about all things under the sun, from politics to faith, and we can leave with respect for one another. There is absolutely no reason that we shouldn't be able to sit as people, as a nation, and demand that we start having a real conversation with the people of Russia. Look, people are people, but there are certain people that I would say we would bond with better. And as we have amazing brethren to our north, and I know we equally have amazing brethren to our south, we just have to cut through the CIA's cartels and the bankster mobs that have seized that country. We've got to get to the people. We equally have amazing people over in Russia. So if you have an opportunity to sit down at some point with somebody who's Russian, do so. Break bread. Right now, the, the, the entire media spin, we've all known this is coming. They've been talking about Russia, 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 war, war, war. It gets to a point where you're like, okay, enough is enough. I don't, anybody that's believing that this is like, like these comments that are coming up tonight, they're just, they're really stunning. Not unexpected, I shouldn't say it because it's not like that. But, you know, like I said, Dan Rather's comment, which is awesome. 
Anybody that supports Putin is an enemy of the peace. All right, Dan. Thanks. Let us know how that goes. I wonder how many kids he diddled before he did that statement. And this is this is coming from this is coming from the hand puppet of China, which isn't even that. It's actually the hand puppet of the CCP to be correct. You're going to hear a lot of military experts come out this week and they're going to be talking about the threat of Russia and how Vladimir Putin took advantage of a weak America. No. No. Vladimir Putin is doing what he needs to do because to protect Russia. He is a Russian. He's not an expansionist. If he was an expansionist, Europe would have been gone a long time ago. This is a very important point to appreciate. And there's going to be a lot of people that will disagree with me because they want to believe in the Cold War model. There's a good reason reason that there's an NSB now, not a KGB. The KGB became the mafia, and the mafia has been pursued relentlessly by the, by the NSB. So this is, I said NSB, it's FSB, excuse me. So the FSB. I've got too many three-letter things flowing through my head tonight. <laughs> and I guess I didn't, I didn't invite our normal guests, did I? If you are DHS, if you're any other three-letter agency, FBI, NSA, welcome. Hope you're enjoying the show. Maybe you learned something. God bless you, too, because you need a little bit of Christ in your heart right now, a lot of it. Oh, yeah, that, that's another good one. Thank you. As one of our people on the board just put up, WEF. Yeah, I always have to welcome the WEF these days. So, you know, that sounds like something that you find in Las Vegas at one of those sleazy clubs. Probably is not too far from it. But, you know, the the point that I'm getting at here tonight is we have should have learned by now not to trust the media. So anything the media is fanning the flames on, number one, don't believe. And their biggest thing is they've been pushing this fear porn for weeks. They've been trying to tell us that there's going to be this escalation and nothing has happened. I respect a leader like Putin who will finally just say, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to shut you all down. And whatever he's doing, it's very precision. It's very clear. And it's, it is time to shut down this nonsense. We should not, we all know if we've been following the elections that Kiev has been a laundering for money at the very, at the very least, you know, that if you've followed the Iran, the Iran deals that, that Obama did with all the money that he flew over there. By the way, those were flown on military planes. Everybody should be asking who those pilots were and wanting to have them hung as well. That's one of those things, again, you don't get to follow an order and and didn't absolutely go, well, I just was following orders because the president gave it to me. And illegal orders and illegal orders. So whoever flew those planes... Those contractors, those military personnel, whoever they were, they need to be prosecuted. Whoever loaded the cash needs to be prosecuted. The pallets and pallets of money. 
And you know there's something going on here because when in the Levant, which was where ISIS was, there was a point when the Russians and the U.S. military were working hand-in-hand to wipe out ISIS, which was the, it's kind of the international agent intelligence agency's army trained officially by elements within our CIA black hat site. When we flew an, an aircraft over there and loaded it up with pallets of gold and the Russians were there and let us take it out, that should tell you everything about how we actually work. So whatever's going on tonight in Ukraine, don't be stressed. And that's why I wanted to address this in Fishers tonight because whatever comes here, my guess is what's going to happen next as the information of the, as the injection narrative falls apart, as Canada has now revealed and exposed the entire plan of the WEF and the UN to literally use the banking system as its instrument of, of attack. We got news tonight that the Air Force has actually launched a, an air surveillance aircraft, which is used against high-value assets. I need to be very clear about this. They've actually launched a surveillance ass, uh, aircraft to track and monitor. It's a USAF EC-130 spy plane is now circling the, the people's convoy heading to D.C. I want you to think about that for a minute. This was this is the sort of crap that Obama did, where Obama literally killed, and, and I'm still shocked that people didn't get upset about this. Obama killed, had killed an imam, over in the Middle East, and I, I want to say it was in Qatar, but I'm not exactly, I can't say for certain. But the thing is, the imam was an American citizen, and they tagged him as a terrorist and blew him up with a missile. Now, just think about the precedent of that for a minute. Without due process, they launched a missile on an American imam who they had tagged as a terrorist, supporting terrorism, and killed him. That authorization did not have geographic boundaries. To be able to kill an American without due process does not, once you go down that rabbit hole, there is no limitation on geographic location anymore. So when I see that there is a United States Air Force EC-130 spy plane currently flying over the People's Convoy, it is a brazen use of military assets against American patriots. It is the same garbage. You are now starting to see how hijacked our government is. And who was ever flying that EC-130? They need to go to jail. Unless they have a doggone good excuse. We have... We have a insurgent element that is running our government and elements of our military with some of the most deadly and precision equipment ever developed. And when you start to see aircraft like this in the air against Americans, you need to be concerned. It tells you the nature of the government overall. So I know that typically we spend a lot of time on scripture. And I'm going to read a little bit here from 
Zephaniah, Zephaniah 3. I think it's fitting tonight with what's going on. Woe to her who is rebellious and defiled. The tyrannical city. She heeded no voice. She accepted no instruction. She did not trust in the Lord. She did not draw near to her God. Her princes within her are roaring lions. Her judges are wolves at evening. Her prophets are reckless, treacherous men. Her priests have profaned the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. The Lord is righteous within her. He will do no injustice. Every morning he brings his justice to light. He does not fail. But the unjust knows no shame. I have cut off nations. Their corner towers are in ruins. I have made their streets desolate with no one passing by. Their cities are laid waste within a man without, without a man without an inhabitant. I said, surely you will revere me, accept instruction. So her dwelling will be cut off according to all I have appointed concerning her, but they were eager to corrupt to their deeds. Therefore wait for me, declares the Lord, for the day when I rise up as witness indeed. My decision is to gather nations, to assemble kingdoms, to pour out on them my indignation. All my burning anger for all the earth will be devoured by the fire of my zeal. For then I will give to the people purified lips, to all of them may call on the name of the Lord, to serve him shoulder to shoulder. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my worshipers, my dispersed ones will bring my offerings. In that day you will feel no shame because of all your deeds by which you were rebelled against me. For then I will remove from your midst your proud exulting ones, and you will never again be haughty, O oh, my holy mountain. But I will, leave you, I will leave among you a humble and lowly people, and they will take refuge in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel will do no wrong. And, no, and tell no lies, nor will a deceitful tongue be found in their mouths, for they will feed and lie down with no one to make them tremble. Pretty much where we are. Time to buckle up, patriots. Our mission is now. We need to build the bridges. We need to be the remnant that lowly people that speak no lies, that have no deceitful tongues, but seek to break bread, heal the people and heal the earth. That's a glorious mission, and I'll take it. And in so doing, we raise up the power of the Lord, and we watch as he destroys evil. And through the tools and methods that he uses, we may not always understand, but we have to trust in him. It's funny. There was a time in my life when I was young when these sorts of events, like in Ukraine, would you'd really get anxious about them. Not now. I watch because we know. And we observe quietly because we know. We've taken time to listen. We've taken time to dig. We've taken time to open our eyes to what's going on. We've taken time to breathe. We take time to pray. We take time to thank God for the time we're in. And in all of that, 
these moments right now, they're just part of the walk, a good walk, a walk where we know that the world is being shaken. And in each step, more is being revealed. And in each step, more are seeking him. Because as we face accountability within ourselves and we face where we stand and why we are here, we now have to begin to make choices on the paths that we will take. Will we walk towards the ancient paths and seek them with the Lord or will we turn and say, no, I will not walk in them? I'll call out to the ancient paths. I'll let God guide me. And in so doing, I'll find rest for my soul. It's a glorious walk ahead. I'm looking forward to all of the patriots that we walk together with. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are so humbled and blessed to be in such a time as this. And as tumultuous as the world can be, we find comfort in the reminder of all that you bring, all the protection you offer, all the grace that you give. Lord, these times we now pray for those that are still walking in the shadows and walking in darkness, for we know that moments like this can bring panic and terror and anxiety to their hearts. Let them hear your voice, Lord. Let us have the opportunities as your humble and lowly people to find them, to talk to them, to break bread with them. Lord, let us be the emissaries to bridge to build bridges between nations. As we, as we pray and we stand with our brethren to the north, let us pray and build unity with this group of people, Russians, who we're told are the evil ogres of the world, and yet we know better. They're your children, like we're your children, and we need to find a way to come together. Let the enemies of the people feel that, and be terrorized by the idea that your children are unifying, coming together, standing together. Let the enemies of your children understand that their days are coming to an end. Let them feel the tear of our strength as one, as one body, standing in love, standing in the strength of you, Lord, standing under the banner of Christ Jesus. Let the enemies of your children begin to quake, begin to break the ranks of unity that they have, begin to feel the pain of deceit amongst, the, amongst them. Let their commands be confused, let their strength be weakened, let their arrogance be their downfall. Let their plans continue to be revealed. Lord, on this eve of yet another eve of change and chaos, let us sit quietly and observe and let us hear you tonight, Lord. Let us sit in the comfort of your wings to know that we are safe. We are true. Let us open our heart and hear our hearts, Lord. Whatever we have within us, let us empty out those baggages, those pieces to strengthen our footing on the rock of faith and to grow more intimate with you, Father. 
Thank you, Father, for all you bring. Thank you, Father, for all the blessings you give. Thank you, Father, for the sacrifices that have been made for us to be able to be here and for us to finally start to grow up. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is a glorious time to be alive. And it's a time that we know that through the strength of our unity, our fellowship with one another, that no matter what befalls us, we're going to be okay. There will be days, and there will be many days coming. I suspect that what's coming here is they're going to blame this on Russia. They're probably going to do some fake cyber attack and shut down our grid. They're probably going to do try to affect the Great Reset and take our money, whatever. Just throw it off, patriots. All of this they're going to use in each event that they can to deflect away from what the real issue is. The real issue is them. But they want to always find a blame for something. And they're getting squeezed right now. We, God's children, are standing strong. We're not wavering. And our eyes are opening. And we're seeing more clearly because God's giving us sight. Let the enemies of God's children feel the tear of what it is when God's children begin to realize who we really are. We are God's children. We've been, we've been given dominion over evil. We've been given authority to crush snakes and scorpions. And we've been assured that we can do greater works than he. If I was the cabal, just saying, I wouldn't be sleeping too well tonight. We're here. We're getting stronger. And there's no going back. Have a blessed evening, patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into this fight. Our prayers right now need to be prayers of strength and unity of God's children. To anchor ourselves deeply on this rock of faith. To reach deeply into Father. We're at war, and we will win, and God knows that. Trust in Father more than ever, but don't ever forget your mission. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee, 1 p.m. Pacific. Until then, or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Could stay.
Close on the 
from the rain.